We want to get all the nutrients that we need each day in via the food that we're eating, but we also want to play too. And that's where some of these sweeter foods, the pies, the cakes, the desserts that you don't necessarily eat all the time come in. It is really important for you to enjoy those foods because food is so much more than just nutrition. Hey, welcome to the Love Your Gut podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Finley. I know what you're thinking. How am I supposed to love my gut when all it does is hold me back? I thought the same thing before I found my own relief from my own gut health issues. I dedicated my life to getting to the bottom of my own gut issues so I could help women just like you transform theirs. Now I'm here to guide you through your own gut health journey. We do this through identifying your root causes and making sustainable and transformational changes. As a result, you can unleash your true potential. My goal is to empower you with the information and tools you need to love your gut so it loves you back right here on this podcast. You guys, welcome back to the next episode of the Love Your Gut podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode and it will be releasing right before the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. So for those of you that listen that are not inside of the U.S., I still feel like this is going to be valuable for you because we are in full holiday mode. I don't know about you guys, but I am definitely team wait to put Christmas decorations up till after Thanksgiving, but honestly, I'm considering doing it earlier this year for some reason, and I'm seeing all the lights go up in our neighborhood, which I absolutely love, and um, everybody's starting to get super festive, which is always so fun. And it can be such a fun time of year. It's a time where people slow down and they connect and they make memories with their families and they enjoy delicious food. And there's lots of holiday traditions and things that you typically just don't do other times of the year. And so I do think it is a time where a lot of people are just excited for the slowdown, for the connection, for the food, for everything. But if you have digestive issues, you might be feeling the opposite. You might be seeing those lights go up in your neighborhood thinking, oh no, I can't bear another holiday party or I don't wanna go to Thanksgiving dinner um, or whatever the thoughts might be. So I really hope that this episode is helpful for you. We are gonna talk about a couple tips to just help you navigate the holidays, whether it's this upcoming week for Thanksgiving or really for any holiday party or anything this season that you feel stressed about. We last week in the Gut Together program, which is our signature program for gut health, we had a holiday workshop with our clients. And to be honest, it's one of my favorite things that we do every year. We've done this for a couple years now and the whole team gets involved and we have this holiday workshop with our clients and um, it's just fun. We get to go over really in depth um, holiday strategy and um, even just having people share some holiday memories. We did that on a call this week, um, sharing some positive holiday memories and um, really getting them in the mindset of how they can thrive this holiday season and not just survive. And so really that's the idea and inspiration behind this episode. Um, I'm going to be going over just a couple of the points that we discussed with our clients to hopefully help you guys as well. Um, if you're feeling that way. 
Well, so to start us off, this is a little bit different probably than your typical uh, episode, podcast episode. But what I want you to do is just, unless you're driving or running on the treadmill, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to just think of a really positive holiday memory. And I want you to try to experience it from all the senses. So maybe the positive holiday memory is from when you were a kid and you were laughing around the table or you were playing a specific game or whatever it might be. I want you to just put yourself back in that memory and I want you to experience it. What does it sound like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What can, um, what are all, what can you feel? What are the senses? Like maybe there's a tablecloth. Um, maybe they, maybe you can see candles. Um, what do the decorations look like? So just kind of put yourself in that scene and i want you to just anchor that memory in and you might be thinking that this is a little weird and why are we doing this um but the reason that we're doing this is because what i want you to remember is that holidays can be fun and holidays can be enjoyable and you likely have had really positive experiences around holidays or around maybe meals that are different from the ones that you typically eat and you can enjoy them again. And so from that memory, what I want you to do now is think of something that reminds you of that memory. Maybe it's a smell or a taste or a certain decoration or a certain texture, whatever it is. I want you to get something around your house or at the store that reminds you of that, that can just be your anchor this holiday. Uh, maybe you put it out or maybe you diffuse that essential oil smell um, to just remind you and go back to that memory of just anchoring in the fact that holidays can be fun and enjoyable and powerful. And if you feel so inclined, I would absolutely love for you to tell me what your anchor is. Um, we did a more extended version of this exercise with our clients um, on a call a couple weeks ago, and it was really cool to hear the women share what their anchors were because they were all different. And um, I think you all will have different ones as well. So I'd love for you to reach out and tell me and tag me if you are putting it on your holiday table this season or you're um, making a certain recipe that anchors in that positive memory maybe it's your grandmother's um, pie recipe whatever it is so i want you to go back to that and think of it this holiday season you could even write it out so you can read it or record yourself talking about the experience um, just to anchor it in so now some practical things uh, that you can do for the holidays. I think um, a lot of times the fear that people have around the holidays is around overindulging or feeling pressure like I have to eat everything on my plate or I have to be miserable. You know, you see all the commercials of especially Thanksgiving of people like having to unbutton their pants and just feeling miserable and stuffing themselves. And I'm just here to tell you that that does not have to be your narrative. Um, the number one way in which that will become um, a true statement is if you deprive yourself beforehand. A lot of times we see people saying like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm not going to eat all day because I know I'm going to eat a ton later. And here's the deal. Thanksgiving food, you can make any time of year and there's always leftovers. So what I want you to remind yourself of is 
you can eat normally the day of and you can wake up and you can eat breakfast and you can eat lunch and you can eat a snack and then you can have Thanksgiving dinner and pie or whatever it is that you have and you can have the leftovers the next day but just because everybody around you is not eating all day and over in order to then um, stuff themselves later and feel miserable if that is a huge trigger for you for your digestive symptoms you don't have to do it and in fact you can be a great example of breaking that narrative to your family and your friends so just reminding yourself of that the second thing that we see individuals struggling with is not wanting to miss out on food or experiences but still worried about symptoms and so i i really want to remind you of with this is an anxious mind equals an anxious gut so you can really start to help this experience just by what you think i think many times we think you know if i eat this certain food um it's going to give me symptoms, but if you're really nervous or fearful or anxious going into the meal, you will have a reaction because of the nervous belly. Um, and in that situation, it really is easy to blame the food because you were having symptoms. And so it's easy to say, well, see, I knew that if I ate this certain food, I was going to have symptoms, but maybe it was the fact that you were really stressed about it beforehand. So you can, combat this by watching your thoughts about food before you eat a meal or even just trying to calm yourself down by taking a couple deep breaths and just relaxing um, before a meal. Hey there, I know you are absolutely loving this episode, but I am so excited because my book, The Healthy Happy Gut Cookbook is now available for pre-order. This book is designed to help you identify the causes of your symptoms, give you really actionable steps to address them, and help you love food again and get back in the kitchen. So not only is it packed with tons of info, it's also packed with over 50 delicious recipes that I'm so excited for you to try. When you pre-order this book, you not only get the book on your doorstep on December 20th, just in time for Christmas, but you also get access to some bonus trainings and a live Q&A call with me in December. So we'll be releasing more info about that soon, but I would absolutely love it if you would pre-order the book and share it with a friend who might need it as well. The link to pre-order the book is in the show notes and also on my website. If Thanksgiving or holiday meals can be really stressful for you because you're around tons of family or just a different environment for you, maybe consider trying that food a couple days before the event so you can work up your confidence. So try maybe the sweet potato casserole that you really like a couple days before and try it in a really calm, not stressful environment and allow yourself the time to chew it and enjoy it so that you can avoid those symptoms so that when you do enter the Thanksgiving meal, you feel really confident that you're gonna be okay. Um, it's going to be harder if you haven't had a specific food and maybe the last time you had that food, you had some symptoms. Um, so trying it beforehand can definitely help. The next thing that we see as troublesome for a lot of our clients is the overwhelming amount of food options. You know, a lot of times with Thanksgiving, there's tons of sides and lots of food, and it can be really hard to decide what to have, um, which is where I think a lot of people end up getting very full. Um, so I would just 
think about how you can prioritize um, what food do you actually really want um, and what you could try is try a couple bites of each food item and then decide which ones did you like the most so you can go back for more and get more of the food that you really really enjoyed and again bring a tupperware or bring a um something to put leftovers in afterwards so that you can enjoy everything that you wanted to try later um i don't know what time you typically have your thanksgiving meal but if you have it at lunchtime have some of the other things at dinner time and switch it up it can be a great way to feel like you could still try everything the next thing that we see as problematic is being off routine you know maybe you are on a specific schedule um, maybe you have certain supplements that you're taking or maybe you're really reliant on specific meal times and maybe you're going to have thanksgiving dinner at 3 p.m when you normally eat dinner later than that or maybe you're having lunch at a, at a weird time um, it can be very hard to be off routine especially when you have digestive issues and so i would just think about how you can focus on what you are what you can control versus what you can't and what you can control is waking up having a really good routine in the morning um, prioritizing having breakfast and maybe you have to adjust the rest of your meals throughout the day maybe your lunch is at 2 p.m so you have breakfast and a snack beforehand um, or maybe there's appetizers out and you enjoy those and then you shift the rest of the meals throughout the day just keeping in mind that you're going to want to eat every couple hours you know if you're in a different place and that's what's different about your routine i would still try to stay in some sort of routine as much as possible and again focus on what you do have control over so maybe you have control over how much sleep you can get maybe you have control over what time you can go to bed um, getting a walk in the morning you also can control how you eat not necessarily what you eat so you might be able to control that you chew really well that you take really deep breaths before you consume your meal, that you try to eat in a calm, relaxed environment um, as much as you can around family. Uh, maybe you bring some ginger tea with you to ease some of your symptoms in between or after the meal. Um, there's lots of things that, although it might feel like you're out of control, there are lots of things that you can control. And so that can make it easier. I know one of the things that came up on uh, the, one of the calls this past week was about different bathrooms, um, feeling nervous about going to the bathroom in other people's homes or in a hotel or outside of their normal environment. And that can be hard. Um, and so there's a couple of really practical examples or things that you can use here. One is if you typically have a squatty potty at home flip over a trash can and use that as a squatty potty or try to elevate your knees um, in some way if that's not something um, that's available to you. Um, there are travel squatty potties, by the way, which I'll link in the show notes if you want to try one, but you could travel with one of those. Um, or maybe it's just the embarrassment of going number two. It, there are things called poopery that you can bring with you when you travel. I'll also link that in the show notes as well. So there's ways to make the situation a bit more comfortable and you know a lot of times when we're traveling during holidays 
we can get anxious about the amount of things that are outside of our control and we can ruminate over those it's really easy to focus on the negative versus the positive but i would really try to be proactive in considering the situation and look at what is in your control and really just make a plan for those things maybe you need to just write down a loose plan of like here's how i'm going to navigate these situations here are the steps i'm going to take or here's kind of my toolbox my roadmap whatever you want to call it just have it saved on your phone in case you forget and so it's easy to access afterwards um and just get a little bit creative um don't be afraid to talk to people about this beforehand talk to your husband partner friend family whoever if you need to um so you have some accountability and so you can have some help and so they know what your plan is beforehand as well Another thing that I think is really helpful to focus on too is balancing your blood sugar, which I'll have another full episode on this, um, hopefully in 2023. But one of the reasons that your gut might feel off track during the holidays is not balancing your blood sugar. And if you're like, what the heck does that mean? This means that maybe you are not pairing those carbohydrate rich foods, um, things like grains and even starchy vegetables, um, fruits, breads, rice, etc., with the friends that they need. I always tell our clients, you need your, your carbs need to have friends and those friends are protein and fat. And so you can focus on balancing your blood sugar by one eating, of course, regular meals and snacks, but also making sure that you're including plenty of protein and plenty of fat for blood sugar stabilization at each meal so that you're not having these, these spikes and these dips in your blood sugar levels that could actually lead to some of the symptoms. Um, because when your blood sugar is unstable, it really is going to affect your gut and it's going to make you feel even worse um that's where you can get these massive energy crashes um feel really tired in between meals feel really tired especially in the afternoon if your morning meal wasn't balanced blood sugar wise um, and can it just it can just make everything more stressful so one of the main questions that we often get from clients and i know definitely came up on our holiday workshop last week was about what if we want to eat pie or what if we want to have dessert what should we do and one of the dietitians on my team named stacy who has been on past episodes had a really great analogy that i wanted to share with you and she explained eating like childhood so imagine yourself as an eight-year-old you are in elementary school and both school and playtime are extremely important. I think we can all agree on that. No child should be sitting in school all day. It is really important for their brain to go outside and play and be creative and run around and burn off energy and have fun. And so out at school, we learn to count, say the ABCs, grammar, how to read. Of course, all of those things are important. But like I said, play is really important too for creativity, imagination, and just building relationships having fun so if we just went to school your your child or you yourself as a child would not thrive and 
if we just played, we wouldn't thrive either. So both of these things are really important. We can think of school and play kind of like food. So we want to get all the nutrients that we need each day in via the food that we're eating, but we also want to play too. And that's where some of these sweeter foods, the pies, the cakes, the desserts that you don't necessarily eat all the time come in. It is really important for you to enjoy those foods because food is so much more than just nutrition. Food is memories. Food is uh, connection. Food is exactly what we just did in the beginning of this podcast. You remember things from the past. You remember the smell of the pie that your grandma used to make. You remember the taste of it. So what I want you to remind yourself of here is that one beneficial or quote unquote healthy meal isn't going to create health and one dessert or pie isn't going to take away health. Um, it's a balance and you should enjoy these foods. It's the daily things that we do, the balance that we have in our lives that really matters. And so all that to say, it is important to enjoy the things that you like um, because you're going to be okay. And in fact, we really see that as a part of healing. A lot of times clients come to us in the Gut Together program, having been on super restrictive diets for years, and they haven't enjoyed holidays because they feel really isolated. They feel like they can't eat the food because they're on a restrictive diet. And they feel so free when we tell them, yeah, you should eat that. You should enjoy it. Um, because as I mentioned earlier, even the stress about food can sometimes make the symptom worse than the food itself. So keep this in mind this holiday season and get excited to maybe enjoy something that you haven't had in a long time. And um, what we typically tell our clients, speaking of blood sugar balance, is trying to consume those foods with a meal. So maybe because a pie or a cake or something is higher in sugar and isn't something that you normally eat, it would be best to have it with a meal that has protein and fat. It's going to help you balance your blood sugar a bit better versus eating it by itself. So there's a strategy if you are looking to try the pie or have whatever it is you really like, have it with your meal and see how you do. And I bet that you'll really enjoy it. And then really the last tip that I have for you is to hydrate. <laughs> A lot of times around the holidays, we are consuming more alcohol than normal. And for a lot of people with gut issues, alcohol can definitely be a gut trigger. Again, I'll have another full episode on alcohol if that's something that would be helpful. But it is important to stay hydrated. And especially if you're on my side of the world, it's it tends to be colder during the holiday holiday times. And so we tend to drink less water just naturally. And so if you are drinking enough water, it's going to help your constipation. It's going to help your bloating. It's going to also, if you have diarrhea, help that as well. And so you need to think about how can you hydrate and also how can you hydrate properly? So not just drinking water, but drinking water that has electrolytes and minerals in it. And I will link some of my favorite um, products below in the show notes. Um, and I do have several episodes on this. I know there's one episode solely on minerals with Leah. She was a guest on the show and I have several others. So you can check those out as well on more of the why behind that. But 
hydrating and hydrating effectively is not only going to give you energy, but it's also going to help you manage some of the symptoms, especially if you struggle with either constipation or diarrhea either way. So in summary, just as kind of a wrap up here, first, I want you to focus on what you can control. And I want you to make a list of all the things that you can control and write them down um, so that you have them handy. The second is I want you to eat regular meals and not feel pressured to do what everybody else is doing. Stick to what you know works for you even if it is different. And if that means that you need to communicate that in advance to the host or to your family, then I think you absolutely should because it's gonna help you to feel more successful. And the more successful that you are, the, the better the holidays are gonna be for you and everybody else. The third thing is let's try to decrease the stress around food and work on maybe either trying things in advance or if you need to, cook things a different way. You could do that. Um, but just try to relax before you're eating and try to make sure that you're resting and digesting while you're eating so that your body has the best chance of being able to tolerate that food. Um, number four is try to manage a routine as much as you can. Even if it looks a little bit different, try to stick to some level of structure throughout the day. And then number five is balance your blood sugar and hydrate properly um, throughout the day. So this was a short episode, but it is a busy time of year. So I wanted it to be super actionable and helpful. And I hope it was helpful. And for those of you in the US, happy Thanksgiving. Um, we will see you on the next episode of the Love Your Gut Podcast. As always, please note that this episode or anything discussed on this podcast is not a substitution for medical advice and you should always consult your health practitioner before trying anything new. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Love Your Gut Podcast, but I have to jump in really quick and remind you that I have a Greek quiz that will help you finally figure out why you're bloated. In order to live a life free of discomfort, you need to figure out what the root cause is that's making you experience these uncomfortable symptoms. The easiest and fastest way to do this is by visiting drheatherfinley.co backslash quiz. Take the quiz as soon as you can so you can transform your gut issues and lead a happier, more vibrant life. Now let's get back to the episode.